Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I feel very confident and comfortable saying that because Ryan Bailey is not here. No welcome shamers allowed. I am Brooks allowed. Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and HowardMagazineWaterHoward.com. And yeah, Ryan Bailey is not here. He is in Disney World, living it up with Mickey Mouse. Like an absolute clown. Jeez. Asshat. He's, he's always somewhere new. I feel like every week he's always gallivanting around somewhere. And he's always... I can only imagine... He's always misusing the I can internet only as well. Imagine a Noel Gallagher concert at Disney. Yeah, the this fact week that or they brought Noel Gallagher to Disney just shows what a big fan Mickey Mouse is. <laughs> uh, amazing crossover, but also my my guy for being like a very technologically advanced dad. He's always using the internet the wrong way. He sent out a tweet today, like, "Is there anywhere around where my hotel is to like get an oil change or something?" It's like. It's like, mate, don't you have a fucking smartphone? Print out a PDF file or something. Yeah, yeah, he needed to print out a PDF. That's what it was. The freaking printer didn't work. It was like, well, I assume you're in a hotel. You could go down and ask the concierge. You could look this up on your smartphone, your laptop, your tablet. Just go walk around. I feel like Twitter's not the place Exactly. Even like the cheapest of the cheap Holiday Inn Express uh, Econo Lodge Inns has a business center with a crappy old printer in it. Yes, they have a printer and a fax machine. Jeez, Ryan. Oh. Well, I'm glad he's not here so we can talk freely about what an idiot he well, is. Well, hopefully he listens but, to sort his life out. The man who is here with me, Mr. Theo Messi. Theo, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? I'm fantastic. I don't need to print anything out. Um, <laughs> no PDFs, wearing a shirt, no JPEGs. And pants and socks and <laughs> headphones. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Football, getting to the business end of the season here. Uh, Champions League, disappointing. Premier League, disappointing. Serie A, disappointing. Bundesliga, disappointing. I hate football. It's, but it's all happening. It's all happening. Zlatan scoring goals. Okay, Ronaldo American soccer is happening. Epic overhead. Over. That's true. Crazy things. There's crazy that goals. Buses getting hit by beer bottles. It's mm. all happening. That happens in Liverpool every week, so I'm not that interested in that. <laughs> Well, uh, so, okay, you're just wearing basic podcasting attire, T-shirt, yeah. headphones, and hopefully pants. I am wearing uh, a brand new garment I just received from my friends at Hurley. Wow. Uh, Nike affiliate Hurley. You're back on uh, your surf Known team. for their, exactly, summer is coming. Jeez. So now I am all kitted out with my USA, uh, well, it's not a World Cup uh, board shorts, but it's the new U.S. kit. In in board short form, ah. they took the design, applied it to board shorts, and it looks really beautiful. Yeah, they did that with the I bomb pop on... as well when we actually did make a World Cup four years ago. Exactly. This is this is round two, uh, and I put the the shorts on Instagram, the Dirty Tackle Instagram at Dirty Tackle. Check them out if you want to see, and they're very very nice. I think I think this this U.S. kit design lends itself very well to beachwear. Uh, I'm assuming that was done on purpose yes. since they'll be wearing it on the beach. Maybe that's they'll what they're getting the, at. The team, will, the team will be on the beach uh, this summer instead of at the World Cup. But I get a very California surf vibe from this this new U.S. kit design. So it, it all works. Oh, that's great. Look forward to seeing it uh, on the beaches across North America and in a few friendlies here at the tail end of the summer. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, let's do some Dirty Tackles of the Week. Theo, who do you got? Who are you dirty tackling this week? Let me pull it up. Pause. You, wow, this is episode fifty. Yeah, my God, the big five zero. We turned fifty today. This will be the last episode. That's called the Dirty Tackle Podcast. It is now the Zlatan Podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dirty tackle, which is now my brand. I'm gonna dirty tackle another old person. 
<laughs> oh god, Theo. I'm dirty tackling an old lady, in fact. Theo, we got to stop dirty tackling old people. You know here. what? It's, just, it's not my fault true. that the elderly put themselves in these dirty tackleable positions, you know? They're out here getting <laughs> hospital passes from their other elder friends and they leave me no choice. So what happened was uh, a small anecdote for you. Um Yup Hikinus. Yup, yup, yup. Yup Hankus. Yup Hankus. Bayern Munich manager. Uh, Keebler Elf. Yup. Old guy. Yup, yup, yup. Uh, he was in a lift today, as you do at hotels. He said, this morning I went into the lift, and then an old couple stepped in. Can you can you tell who I'm going to already tackle? Although Yup is pretty old as well. <laughs> he's pretty old, yeah, too. But this he's is... he's going to be safe on this one. He says, I had a FC Bayern bag on me, and the lady asked quite happily, oh, you're a fan of Bayern Munich? He said, I answered, yes, sure. Ridiculous. This old lady, <laughs> if she's such a fan and she can't recognize the Keebler elf that's bringing you all these golden trophies, are you really that big of a fan? No. So once the lift gets down to the ground floor, the doors open up. I'm coming scissors on the old broad. Oh, Good night, okay. Irene. Hold on. Yup, I stand First with all, you. I, I do kind of appreciate that you're not ageist, Theo. You, you will, you're an equal opportunity dirty tackler. Always. You, you don't, yeah. But she didn't say that she was a fan. She just asked if he was a fan. Yeah, but I think she was, like, insinuating that she's a fan. I'm like, oh, look, we're both fans. That's so nice. When, in fact, that's your leader. That's the leader of the football club you claim. Well, the other angle here is that maybe she was a big Carlo Ancelotti Wow, supporter. you think she was subbing him in the elevator. And she's given a little, Jeez. yeah, a little shot at – Yup. That seems him unnecessarily harsh given Yup's record and the way they're cruising through the Champions League and the league at the moment. But <laughs> I don't know. She could be, she could be nasty. But if her husband doesn't uh, have a word, because I'm sure is he a fan? Is he not a fan? Did he not recognize Yup? Maybe maybe he's a Dortmund fan. There's fucking know. plot holes galore here. But <laughs> she's getting dirty tackled no matter what. I've seen enough. Oh, Theo. She's dirty tackled. Last she's week sprawled was, out uh... with no wet floor sign on the hard lobby of this hotel. I'll help her up, but the impact has, has been made. <laughs> Last week it was a nun. This week it's some Yeah, this is just a woman normal in an elevator. Lady, so I don't know if I don't know if God to contend with. Oh. <laughs> Why? You're on your dirty Jeez. tackle high horse? You're gonna what, dirty tackle someone about your age, your height, your weight, it's gonna be a fair fight. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh yeah, actually I, I kind of am. Okay. Uh this week I am going after Roma manager Aww. Eusebio. Eusebio, not not the uh, dead Portuguese legend Eusebio. I'm going after Eusebio Di Francesco. You'd think Roma was managed Man- by a dead guy this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he woke up in the press conference, his uh, his little post match press conference after losing four to one to Barcelona in the Champions League. He decided to take a shot at the referee, um, even though his team scored not one but two own goals. The first two matches of of the uh, or the first two goals of the first leg were own goals from Daniela De Rossi and Manolas, uh, and then you know Barcelona went on to do their thing, score some more on the on their own because they don't need any help. <laughs> so uh, Eusebio says, and I quote. Daniele made an error that can always happen, and Manolas also had bad luck. So, of course, we made mistakes, but Barcelona are good enough without receiving help from the referees. 
So he thinks this was like a group job. Three on three on none. Roma's own players, the ref and Barcelona, all (laughs) rowing in the same direction to get Barca through. Yeah, all all against Eusebio. Got it. He 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 continues. The Semedo challenge on uh, Zeko uh, was a clear penalty. We could have had another with Pellegrini. It's very unfair given how well we played tonight. You scored two own goals. You didn't play that well. I think he keeps confusing those for goals, like in the other net. He's like, we scored two. He says they scored four goals, and that's very harsh on us given what we saw. We made mistakes in the final pass, but we showed desire and talent to take something more away. Yeah, you're taking away goals from your own yeah, team by scoring yeah, own goals. You could have maybe scored another own goal for a hat trick. He says we managed the game very well, and our errors cost us. Yes, that's what errors do. They cost you, and you didn't play very well. You scored two own goals. It's ridiculous. Even Gerard Piquet scored a goal. You let Piquet score. Mm. Oh, my God. What planet is this guy on? He's got to get a new prescription for his glasses. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Wow. This is just – this deserves all of the dirty tackles. Uh, even though Ryan's not here, I'm giving Ryan's dirty tackle to this guy too okay. because this is just obscene. And how about this? I got a bonus dirty tackle for the Iranian TV station that when they showed the highlights of this match and they had <laughs> Roma's badge up on the television screen, they genuinely blurred out – Romulus and Remus sucking from the teat of their mother wolf in the badge. They're they're, they're blurring the wolf teat Wild. like some kind of Japanese Stop pornography. Sexualizing the founders of Rome, of one of the greatest football clubs in the world. <laughs> Don't blur it out. This is a story that birthed such a great club that is now managed by this idiot who doesn't know what the difference between own goals and goals are. It's a shambles. <laughs> It is just an all-around shame. Roma had a shocker this week. <laughs> well, to be fair, they, they didn't blur it themselves. They didn't blur out their own teats. That was uh, the broadcaster. Right, right, that's fair. But like the, the hits yeah. keep coming. They do. It's just from all angles. They should honestly. Blurred I think they teats, should get a goal. They should get a goal back. PK. You should never sexualize the myth of Romulus and Remus. Never. I mean, this guy should just be thankful that Messi didn't score seven goals by himself. Yeah. This is this is incredible. He's got it in him. Oh, maybe next leg. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the excuse is in the, in the second leg. But this is this is an abomination. Mm-hmm. They should blur Eusebio out. Wow. I want Eusebio blurred wow. for, the, for the second leg. Like that Black Mirror episode one. where you block someone and they're all blurry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, you you know the fans are, would do that if if they could. <laughs> Yeah, losing four to one with two on goals. You want to blur something out on that on that picture. That's for sure. Take a left turn here. Does Roma need a new badge? No. Do they need to rebrand uh, like I Juve? We we need more wolf teats on badges. I agree. There there aren't enough. Honestly, this is to me, and I'm biased. I love Roma, but this is the best badge in football. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's definitely the most uh, teat horrific. Yes, there's definitely the most teats yeah. in their badge. Which doesn't that make it the best it's, or no? It's it's definitely the most lactational. So yeah, yeah in some regards, it could be the best. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it definitely has the most breast milk in it. <laughs> it does. Is it called breast milk when it's from a wolf? If, yes. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, don't think you know the answer, but you sounded like you I, did, I which was good for a bit. I, yeah, I I tried. All right, we'll go with that. Like like Roma, I tried and I failed, yeah. but Ongle. yeah, I'm not going to claim success there. All right, moving on. Uh, let's do let's do some shout outs here. A little Patreon supporter shout out this week goes to Alex Burr. Burr! Big Alex Burr. 
I'm ho- I hope I'm saying that correctly. How do you spell it? But Alex, B-U-H-R. Burr! Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Alex, you rock. You're the man. We're sending you a t-shirt, a Dirty Tackle t-shirt. So you won't be saying burr in the cold. Yeah. You'll have that t-shirt be to keep you warm. warm. Keep you warm. Your teats will be warm. You'll be Alex warm from now on. Hey. Uh, so if you want a Dirty Tackle t-shirt, still have some left. Which you do. Go to patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Check it out. Get a t-shirt. Get a shout out. Join the ET gang. Get on that extra time. Hear it every week. And uh, and join us. Yeah. Join us in our exclusive special gang. Join us on this uh, magical journey of audio football. I mentioned it before, but we are working on some new rewards for our Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, some exciting, some su- exciting swag. Yep, and none of uh, none of them have to do with Brooks's teats, so it's all good. No, it's all teat free. Teat free. Yeah, three tackle podcast so for the kids. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah. So, Alex, thank you. Yeah, we love you. Thanks, dog. Next up, we got some throw-ins. The most boring the part of the game, but we're going to make it fun. That's what we no, do. our thrones are exciting. Right. But I mean of the game of in, soccer, they're the most boring part. Yeah, in the real game, it's boring. But in our game, we're throwing bombs. bombs. So it's exciting. It's all it's Roy DeLapp bombs yep. all day. Yep. First up, uh, this could also qualify as a dirty tackle on Mr. Theo Messi. Ah? Because uh, elsewhere in the Champions League Yo, last week. this is week, so unwarranted. You had Mo Salah going off on Man City. Liverpool doing the business. Liverpool went off both for sure. Both their bus and and their actual team. Yeah. You may remember in recent podcasting history, Theo called Mo Salah quote a random guy from Liverpool. Yeah. I stand by. Cannot be compared to Leo Messi. I stand by. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing okay. that messy call, stuff. Call me when he's done it for five years, huh? More. All right. Call me when well, he's done it for eight. <laughs> for eight. Well, he could be on the verge of his his first Ballon d'Or, the way he's going. Stop. This so, <laughs> you, don't, you don't think what so? Are you, what are you smoking over there? You don't think he could be a contender for Ballon d'Or this year? No, because you need to win trophies what? to win the Ballon d'Or, and I don't think they're going to win well, trophies. Well, look out. Right, so and, they're in for one uh, trophy. They could maybe win the Champions League. Is that enough? You think he's going to win the World Cup with Egypt? Maybe. If he wins the World Cup the and the going. Champions League, yes, give him the Ballon d'Or. I'll eat all the crow <laughs> in the world. That's not happening, though. <laughs> we'll see. So Ryan, uh, the man who is in Disney World right now, predicted that Liverpool would win the Champions League this year. Right. We we laughed at him. He was gloating after that first leg against City. Right. First leg. Just one, one of the legs. There's two legs, people. Just like most human bodies. Two legs. The, there are two legs, but, that, but Liverpool are sitting pretty with a 3-0 lead after that first leg. Right. But who has uh, been the highest scoring team in all the land all year? Who recently did Liverpool five zero at this stadium? Come on now. <laughs> I'm excited. There's there's a lot to play for next week. Uh, it's going to be exciting. So, do you give Ryan's prediction any more credence now than than uh, this time a couple weeks ago? Yes, definitely. It's looking better today than it was a couple weeks ago. But even if Liverpool I still does, don't think they'll win it at all. no, if they do prevail through this all English tie. Uh, I'm still not confident in their ability to go on and win. Um, I think we might have seen City struggle similarly against Juventus, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich in this leg. Teams like Liverpool with uh, extensive 
European experience. Well, exactly. Look at Real Madrid right now. They're playing lights out as well. you got Ronaldo scoring insane madness goals. All right. Was that Ronaldo uh, goal? Scoring. I mean, in my mind, let me know if you agree with me. Is that the most perfect bicycle kick of all time? Well, I want to save my opinion for this for extra time. We'll we'll discuss this okay. more in extra time. But it was a I'll, I'll just say this. It was a beautiful goal. It was tremendous tremendous goal. Uh I don't know about best ever. But we'll discuss that further in extra time. It was. But exactly, but the, but the, the way the way Real Madrid are playing right now, I think they could definitely beat Liverpool Three in, a row. in the later rounds. Crazy. The way they're playing in the Champions League, it's like that's all they care about. It's all it's all they have. They're left. like, uh, it's all they have left. But it's it's like that's all they've they've been. It's by design that it's all they care about and it's all they want. They they want to win. It's almost like a different world out there. It's like Isco, who's been almost a non-factor in the league for struggling Real Madrid, plays gangbusters in the Champions League. He's even more gangbusters when he's got the Spain shirt on. It's like it's like a different. It's just different when they're in yeah. the Champions League. It's like a different world. The rules are different. Yeah. I think Zidane has some kind of Champions League magic that he sprinkles on the team before those Definitely. those European nights, and they just go out of their heads. Definitely. Yeah, Real Madrid are to uh, the Champions League this season as Arsenal are to the Europa League this season. Just <laughs> a whole nother class. Yeah. Wenger <laughs> in. Wenger <laughs> in the Europa League. Yes, forever. All right, so hold your horses on that Liverpool prediction, Ryan. We're not quite there yet, but uh, they are sitting pretty. Theo, do you want to introduce our next, uh, do our next throw-in? Sure. Our next throw-in. Oh, boy. We've got a belter. <laughs> My boy Mino's been in the news, huh? A little Mino-mageddon. Yeah. It's not transfer-mageddon. It's just right. Mino-mageddon. It's like, it should just be called the Mino instead of the window now. Uh <laughs> So, Pep Guardiola, earlier today, we're recording on a Friday, by the way, bless up, you'll listen to this later in the week, uh, Pep was spilling some tea in his pre-potential title-winning press conference ahead of the uh, Manchester Derby at the Etihad this weekend. He uh, very, shall I say, pointedly uh, told reporters that Mino Raiola, the same man myth legend these are my words not peps uh that called him a dog earlier in the year <laughs> he said if i'm such a dog why didn't mino offer me paul pogba and mkhitaryan to city but three months ago two months ago two months ago in january in january wow revelations can you imagine is he is he doing this to get in Mourinho's head is he doing this to get in mino's head What's what's he trying to do? I think here, all Brooks? Of the above. Brooks, analyze this for me. Break it down. Well, okay. So as as Theo said, uh, Mino, who is of course best bros for life with Zlatan, who is a noted pep hater. By the way, bless Mino bringing Zlatan to MLS for for free. Basically, thank you, Mino. Base Mino. Thank you. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk more about Zlatan in a bit. That'll be our next throw-in. But uh, Mino getting on that Zlatan pep hate. Uh, train and recently called said this is what he said of, of Pep I'll read the whole quote Pep Guardiola the coach is fantastic as a person he's an absolute zero he's a coward <laughs> a dog he's a classic priest do as I tell you don't do what I do if Man City win the Champions League this season it will emphasize what a good coach he is but I'll hate it he's a classic Mino. priest 
Oh, Mino going hard on Pep. He called him so a Pep, dog, course, a priest, and a zero in about one sentence. <laughs> so Pep took exception to this. Obviously, shocking. Over this. Why would you ever take yeah. exception to such nice words? <laughs> so Pep tries to throw Mino under the bus at his pre-match press conference and shouting him out uh, for for offering up Pogba and uh, Mkhitaryan, um in the last transfer window uh, to Man United players, at least at the time, before Mickey went to Arsenal. And uh, so, yeah, he's blowing up Mino. He's blowing up Jose. But uh, Mino, Mino just making waves, not even in the transfer window. See, Mino's hold on the game is getting stronger, and I I don't think it's a coincidence that around the same time this podcast started and we started shouting at our boy <laughs> that his star is just taken off into another stratosphere. Mino is not a zero. Mino is a 100. He is, he is a wolf, and he is an atheist that has a lot of money. <laughs> and these things all together make him fantastic. I don't know if he's an atheist, but... but uh... He he worships at the altar of Zlatan. If Zlatan is God, he worships at the altar of Zlatan. A wolf and, a, and an atheist with a lot of money. Yeah, Mino is the wolf with uh, Pep and the entire world of football suckling at his teeth. They should be blurring Mino out, but you can't getting because that, he's too goddamn Mino big. Milk. Metaphorically and physically. He's a fat man, but he's got a lot of good that ideas. High calcium Mino milk. Yeah, so let's get, let's get to Mino's... His his masterwork, his uh, his painting of the of the ceiling of the sixteenth chapel. <laughs> <laughs> well, so do you think this is true? Do you think uh, Mino actually yes uh, offered these? This players is the star up, or turn. Do you think Pep is making this up to stir the pot. Oh, oh, I was gonna talk about Zlatan. Uh, no, Pep doesn't make things up. I think this is true. Mino's a madman. <laughs> uh, he he would do this. Uh, but Mino. Money, Mountain, Machine, Mino Raiola. <laughs> his magnum opus, his greatest achievement is bringing the lion, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, to MLS on a non-designated player contract, essentially for yeah, free. This still doesn't make sense to me. It's been reported. We talked this about this last time. fairy tale stuff. That uh, Zlatan is only making $1.5 million in, in MLS. In TAM. That's not even real money. That's like Monopoly money. <laughs> For those who don't know, TAM is targeted allocation money, which is part of MLS's super confusing convoluted salary rules. Uh, it it might not be real money. It, it's probably just paper with Don Garber's face on it. It's like the tickets that come out of the skee-ball machine when yeah. you put it in the middle and then you it's, just buy plays. It's basically them. Chuck E. Cheese coins. That's that's all it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Zlatan claims that he turned down huge, huge money from China – one hundred million dollars yeah, in actual money, not just because Doctor Evil said it. Like real, real yeah. talk. We hold the world ransom for one hundred billion dollars. Because he wanted to go to to MLS and to LA and spread the gospel of Zlatan. He didn't. I mean, he probably wanted to. I don't know if he wanted to, but the main takeaway is it was destiny. It was. It was destiny. Uh, yeah, he said he could have gone even before he went to Man United, uh, his his last deal, but he he went there. He won the Europa League, 
and a few other rinky-dink trophies in Manchester. Yep, he conquered, he conquered England, England, England. Conquered England by winning the League <laughs> Cup and the uh, that's my favorite and part. The Community Shield. It's like we're just gonna stick to the storyboard, even though <laughs> yeah, right. you know we still do have some yeah. trophies. So let's the just narrative was pre-written, and we're sticking to it regardless of what actually yeah. happened. Who's gonna question me? A six-seven Swedish guy with a ponytail that can cry <laughs> kick your hell. So now Zlatan goes to uh, to L.A. He he lives his destiny. He fulfills the the prophecy going to L.A. And his first match there, he arrives on a Friday. He has the first ever L.A. Derby, the first ever uh, El Trafico, as they're calling it. Um, what's your opinion of that of that moniker, Thea? Do you like El Trafico? I think it's yeah. fine. I mean, I heard it came from the fans and. So- they should call the game. Yeah, whatever they I don't want get the it. outrage over this. Like, it, it I don't either. Some... I think it's cool. Yeah. It sounds cooler than most. Yeah. The super classico they have with Chivas. Like, what, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah. They're, they're, that's a ripoff, anyway. So let's give it an original name. Yeah, exactly. El Trafico. Yeah, I'm cool with El Trafico. For so sure. he plays in the first ever El Trafico. Comes off the bench in the 71st minute. Scores not only the equalizer but the winner in like. The equalizer from like midfield. Yeah. His his first two shots in MLS are two decisive goals, like the two goals of the season, in like the biggest game yeah. of the year for LA Galaxy, yeah. probably. Uh, two Puskas Awards contenders. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not the same. Well, one, maybe not the same. In terms of importance, yeah. yes. I mean, it's just total domination of MLS from the jump. It is MLZ, Major League Zlatan, uh, and as I tweeted at the time. They're going to have to cap the, the the amount of minutes he can play in a match because this is going to be obscene. <laughs> he's he's going to score goals by the bucket loads. I don't know if he's going to continue this, but of course he is. I mean, he'll continue it in you know he'll continue it in some form. But this this instance, what happened at that first El Trafico, was maybe the craziest thing that's ever happened in American soccer. <laughs> no, I don't honestly. Know. I think... See, I think people are going a little. It overboard made me. With this. It made me jump out of my seat. What happened was. What like a little kid dreams up of like a scenario. It's like the maximum scenario of what could happen. Well, that's Zlatan comes down. They're that's down. Zlatan's whole existence. One that's Zlatan's goal. whole career. I know. It's just, ma- but like, how often does reality live up to in that exact moment that you want it to on that With biggest Zlatan stage? How often every does that week. happen? It happens. No, it happens <laughs> so rarely. And for it to happen in MLS in that dramatic fashion. It was unbelievable. It was it was some of the craziest shit I've ever I seen. I don't know about that, but it was pretty cool. Did you watch it live? I did, yeah. And it, it was... I, you're lying. You're lying. No, I or did. Or you don't like soccer, because that was some <laughs> of the maddest shit ever. That was the best game in MLS history. That was the best moment in MLS history. as soon as he came history. in, you knew that was going to happen, so... Uh, no. Yeah. You hoped. You hoped like a little kid. You're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? <laughs> You never knew that the first equalizer was going to be on the volley from 45 yards out. Like, are you kidding me? I, I have never seen Theo Messi this uh, filled with childlike excitement. Normally, you're amazing. super cynical. and No, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, this is this is incredible that you're this. Uh, Zlatan and Mino, they made me a believer. <laughs> the, the magical Mino mountain erupting like, like Carlos Volcano all over America. It was like finding out that Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and Jenna Jameson were all real. <laughs> oh, Theo. Theo, Theo, Theo. I think, I think uh, yeah. So where, where does Latan go from here? Can he keep, keep this excitement up in MLS? 
I really think he should just retire. Because, <laughs> yeah. As I said, it's never going to get better. Should that, that have that been his his insane. grand finale, yes. his last hurrah? Yeah. I think he should just go on the media and never come back yeah. to uh, to training. There's reports that he could be at WrestleMania. Should be, he become a professional wrestler now and just? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> See, this is what's great too. Is like. I don't know. He's got the he's got the perfect attitude to do these things. To not only do it on the pitch, but then like he's not the type. And you've seen in MLS, you know, some European players come over like Thierry Henry. Like you almost didn't notice. You almost don't remember that one of the greatest strikers of all time played in MLS for almost three three and a half years. Yeah, Zlatan does it on the pitch, and he's happy to probably go on Sports Center. He's happy to go to WrestleMania, yeah, whereas you'd have attention. to drag other European players. He said, no, I don't want the $100 million from China. I'll go to L.A. for free, basically, because I know what my star can do here. He's going to make back tenfold what he could have earned in China if he keeps this up. Well, to that point, I- I'm kind of – well, more than kind of. I'm really hoping that since he's in L.A. specifically and so close to Hollywood, I really want uh, a Zlatan movie. Like, you know, they had I, Tanya, the Tanya Harding movie that – yeah. Uh, was a uh, big time Oscar contender. I want I Zlatan, the uh, the spiritual sequel to I Tanya, and uh, use his <laughs> I book think, as the I basis. I think it's in the works though, because there was a report uh, a few months. I mean, this this move has been rumored consistently for years, but a few months before he actually made the move, there was a report in one of the papers where he and Mino had sold his life story to a studio in Hollywood. So wow. maybe your dream will come true. Not sure if it will be called Zlatan, but it should. The, it, Zlatan will be in the title. I bet you all the money. And hopefully in the movie, uh, playing himself. Zlatan uh, as I mean, Zlatan. Who else, who else could play Zlatan? No one. No one. Maybe that's the, the his real move here. Maybe that's why he's taking so little money from MLS, because he's getting boatloads from Hollywood to uh, to make his his movie stay tuned yeah i just can't wait for the oscar oscar speech that's going to be tremendous the zlatan uh yeah. oscar speech yeah keep going zlatan don't slow down exactly just keep keep he, keep this magical ride going he will never he will never slow down and on that note it's that's the end of regular time thank you so much for joining us uh join us in extra time where we will hash out the best overhead kick of all, all time uh, with, uh, you know, Ronaldo had his Champions League uh, magnificent goal uh, last week. So, well, people have been comparing it to other overhead kicks uh, throughout history. There's been a lot of debate there, uh, for better or worse. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Premier League title. City could win it this weekend. As of this recording, we're not quite sure yet, but it's just about a done deal. So we'll talk about that. And uh, who knows? Well, I'm sure we'll talk about some other things, too. So join us for extra time. Patreon.com slash tackle to get access. Thank you to producers Bobo Martino and our new producer. We got a new one in the door, and he's got a great name. Mr. Bro Salah. Bro Salah. Bro Salah, the new producer on the team. We're we're happy to have you, bro. I'm just a random guy from Liverpool, bro. (laughs) Bobo and Bro Salah making it happen. We love you guys. You're the best. Uh, check us out on social media. We are at Dirty Tackle on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You name it, we're out there. Follow us, join us, and uh, check it out. Uh, on Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Theo, what is your Twitter handle? I might be making it a at Bro Salah account. <laughs> you're going to snap that one up? I feel like that's where the money's at. I think I think you're right. Man, Find that's me there. a good name. 
All right. So extra time or next time. We'll see you. See you. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle.